tuned in to Board Game Man with this week's Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. Now, each episode, I'm going to give you a topic for the list, and I'm going to give you my picks for the top five of those games. But I'm cheating a little bit today because there's going to be a little bit more than just five. It is the holiday season. I want to give everyone some games to pick up for your loved ones this year. So I'm going to tell you a little about who it's for and what games to get them. Now, there's a little bit of humor and jest. So while you may not have all these types of people you're shopping for, just more or less a nice little cool list of games that I think you should check out and get for some other people. And of course, like I said, there's going to be a little more than five, but I'll keep it nice and short for everybody. Hey, for those people who can't stop playing Among Us that are on your list, everybody's playing this game. And this is not a new genre for us board game people. But if there's those type of kids or other family members that are playing it constantly, here's some games you can get for those type of people to get them into the board game. There is, of course, The Resistance or The Resistance Avalon. And also there is Dead Last. Now, in The Resistance and Resistance Avalon, you've got everybody's got a role. There are some people that are on a bad guy's side and some people on a good guy's side. Now, in the Resistance Avalon, there's some more roles. We won't get into that right now. Just just know that there's Merlin and some others. But basically, in the Resistance, somebody has to decide, each round somebody different has to decide who to take on a kind of quest or on a mission. And you have to try and see who you want to take. But the people that are on the bad side, they want the mission to fail. People on the good side, they want the mission not to fail. And everyone's trying to get to bring you on that mission. Obviously, if you're the leader of the mission, you're on the bad side, you kind of want to bring some people that, uh, you know, try not to get too much suspicion. So there's constantly uh, figuring out who's on your team. And when you're the bad guys, you know who's on your team. So you kind of make a little bit of a mix. Well, do you bring the mix of bad and good? Do you bring all bad? And then, you know, there's one or two fails. You don't know how many times you want to fail. So you don't want everybody to know that all the people that went on a mission are bad. So you're trying to mix it all up constantly. The great thing about these two games, Resistance and Resistance Avalon, is you're constantly pointing fingers, just like Among Us. And this is, uh, it's made for the tabletop. This is just a great great, good, fun, and shouting game at each other. It does get a bit loud. Uh, and then Dead Last, which is a similar, except you're trying to basically get other people to vote other people out of the game. It's very quick playing. Plays up to, God, I think it's like 10 or 12 people. But everybody has a color. You have a deck of cards with everybody's color on it. You flip over. You're kind of trying to get... You try to flip over the color of who you want to get eliminated. You're trying to meet, you know, you're kind of winking at people or looking at somebody, trying to do the head nod, however you can communicate to get rid of everybody so that you are the last one, the dead last, so you can get the gold that's left on the middle of the table. Uh, also, if it's kind of very obvious that everybody's coming for you, you can kind of do this reverse card. I can't remember what the card's called, but there's basically a, uh, a wild card that you can flip over. And if you happen to get eliminated, then you're basically eliminating other people if you're the one that has the majority. Really cool game. So it all is in that same vein of that whole Among Us thing. That's Resistance, Resistance Avalon, or Dead Last. Next up, for that hipster cousin who just loves to brew his own, his or her own beer and just loves to be the hipster there, you can pick them up. Homebrewers. Brewcrafters or the Brewcrafters card game. Now, Homebrewers is going to be probably the lighter one, and the Brewcrafters travel card game is going to be, or whatever they call it now, just the Brewcrafters travel game or Brewcrafters card game. Uh, but Homebrewers is going to be the lighter one, two to five players. This is put out by Greater Than Games and by Matthew O'Malley and Ben Rossett. Uh, a ton of fun. Got some little dice rolling. Got a little bit of the social aspect to it because you're kind of trading dice, but you're just trying to come up with some really cool different brews and of the different micro brews with different flavors of fruit, uh, spices, 
and all sorts of different things thrown into that beer. You're trying to uh, sanitize your equipment just to get the better quality and before you can brew again, and just trying to get up the tracks of the different four types of beers, whether it be ale, stout, and such, and the IPA. Trying to get up there over the course of a year. Uh, just, just a ton of fun. Play this with my family, so it is very much family-friendly. Kind of a light to medium weight game, but it is Really, really fun for them all to play. Again, that is Homebrewers. Brewcrafters is for the people that, uh, if you know that they like games already, it's a heavier one. It's kind of like Agricola, but it's, so it is a little bit more heavy. But Homebrewers is kind of the one that I would recommend for somebody with a little more lighter game. Again, for that person who can't stop talking about when they'll finally release the new Dune movie, you can pick up Dune Imperium. And that should be, the game itself should be released in time for the holidays. should be out in the middle of uh, December. But Dune Imperium is put out by Direwolf uh, Games uh, and also, uh, I believe, Renegade Game Studios also putting this one out. Or Asmodee, I think it's Asmodee, Direwolf, and Lucky Duck. So somebody will have it out for you. It's by Paul Den. And this has got some uh, worker placement and deck building elements. And of course, it has that kind of social aspect that you would expect uh, out of a Dune-type game. Uh, You're trying to, it's a lot of little political intrigue, but really does have the kind of the real source material in mind, uh, good art there, and just a good, uh, a fun kind of deck building, uh, you know, again, a medium weight Euro, but still this can be played by pretty much anybody. So anybody who does like the Dune experience will really love that too. For that family member who just loves to go hiking or loves to be outside or loves the environment, pick up Mariposas by AEG or Parks by Keymaster Games. Now, Mariposas is the game about kind of the monarch butterfly kind of uh, migrating across the United States and then trying to get back uh, after a few generations back to Mexico, where it all started, where the whole life cycle of the different generations started. Very light game, uh, really good family weight game by Elizabeth Hargrave and AEG. Takes about an hour to play. I've played this again with my family. Plays great for two to five players. Uh, Excellent sweet spot in that three or four player because it doesn't take too long, but just really fun. The bits are really fantastic. And speaking of fantastic bits, if you really like good art and good production value, Parks by Keymaster Games. Again, it is also a lighter game, but it looks so good. And it has, um, you're basically trying to go across a couple of seasons. Uh, you're also getting, you know, you're visiting the different uh, natural parks, national parks, and you're getting different, you're, you're kind of getting a little bit of chits to your investing in them and getting the different points, also getting some different, uh, uh, player powers and such as you're going around, but just visiting the different national parks. Art is fantastic. The bits are great. Also kind of another lighter to medium weight Euro game, uh, but it is very, very easy to play. Probably about 30 to 45 minutes plays uh, parks. For the family members who usually like to just play games, quote unquote, just the two of us. And hey, if they really love Christmas and they love singing songs in November and listening to Christmas music in the early November and don't care if the local Costco has the Christmas trees up in October, well, I have a game for you. Those family members will love Patchwork Christmas Edition. Or of course, if they're just love, uh, don't necessarily love Christmas either, but they just love to play two-player games, Patchwork itself. But Patchwork Christmas Edition is going to be out. This is a great two-player game, plays in about 15 to 20 minutes by Uwe Rosenberg and Lookout Games or Mayfair. Uh, just such a great game, especially with that Christmas Edition that you'll probably start seeing everywhere. Probably even see it in all these pop-up Christmas stores. But this game is a quick-playing game about putting together a quilt, uh, 
obviously patchwork. You're putting together a quilt and getting the points, but it's got some drafting to it. Uh, man, it's such a great quick game. A lot of fun. It originally came out in 2014, but this new one is just new for this year with the Christmas edition. So check that one out. Again, I'm kind of one of these people too, that uh, as soon as November 1st comes, I'm listening to Christmas music and I can't get enough of the holiday spirit, but it's then once, uh, you know, once New Year's comes out, that's it for me until next year. But uh, if you have those type of people, please check out Patchwork Christmas Edition. Two more for you. So next, a family member who can't stop talking about how great the MCU is. This is Splendor Marvel, or Marvel Splendor, however they want to put it on there. This is by Space Cowboys by Mark Andre. Plays two to four players, and it's so good. Played this one last year at Gen Con, and I could not wait for it to come out. And now it finally came out. Uh, should be about 40 to $50. Uh, basically, you're trying to get all the different stones, the Infinity Stones, and you're getting your different heroes together. Each one of them, uh, once they do get, or heroes and villains in, in the team, basically. And as you do get those different uh, Infinity Stones together, then you're going to get uh, the final knockout uh, against the, you know, have to have the, the 15 points or all the Infinity Stones to get uh, the Thanos or the 15-point card to be able to uh, win the game. But it's has that same great, easy-to-learn, kind of a game system as regular Splendor, but it has some great art from Marvel. Obviously, uh, has more of the comic book art there, but uh, such good play and the, and the bits are nice. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the final version, so I don't know if there are the clay chips. I'm hoping they are, or if they're just kind of uh, cardboard chips, uh, but I'm really hoping they have the clay chips because I haven't seen the final version. But check this one out, Marvel Splendor. And finally, for that family member who says chess is the only game they take seriously, I would say get them anything in the Unmatched series, but here I'll recommend Unmatched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is a really good, almost feels like a chess match because it's got a lot of strategy to it and you're playing one-on-one trying to get the other player's you know, character down to zero health. Uh, and again, there's a lot of different things between uh, Robin Hood and there's, uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland, but in the unmatched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you've got a bunch of the characters from the typical, uh, you know, from the Buffy the Vampire Slayer lore. Uh, you're really going to enjoy this one. And I think anyone that enjoys chess would really like this because it has that real getting the other person's head because you're playing some cards that have kind of, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to get play ahead of somebody or when they you think they don't have the counter, two different cards as well. But man, the unmatched series is so good and great one-on-one and they're not very expensive. They're usually only about 20 $30, but a perfect gift for the holiday season. Again, that's the unmatched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So there's a bunch of great games to check out this year. Again, for the Resistance, so the Resistance Avalon, uh, you get the Homebrewers, Dune Imperium, Mariposas, Patchwork Christmas Edition, Splendor Marvel, and the Unmatched series. All sorts of great gifts for this holiday season. Thanks for joining me this week on Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. If you've got any questions or Tell me what you're wanting to get for this holiday season or what new games you're giving away or giving for gifts. Please feel free to comment on this episode on Majorspoilers.com or go to the site for tons of other great podcasts and content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. I'm Dan Dan, a board game man. You can find me at Geek Jock Blog on Twitter or on the Geek All-Stars podcast. And of course, on the Munchkinland podcast here on the Major Spoilers Network, where I give a twice a month, 10 to 15 minute board game news show. I'm also a contributor to TMSPM, where I do a board game segment with Scott and Brian. Remember, I'll be back soon with more top five board game goodness. But until then, have a happy holiday season. Grab a new board game. Have some fun with your family and friends. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.